Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years' experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with your host, yours truly, Master Rich Grogan. Boy, oh boy, do I love that intro, baby. Gets me pumped. Yeah. And it's a great reminder, of course, that, you know, we have the power to overcome our fears, battle through our challenges, and stand up to any bully we're facing, either real or in our minds. And I'll tell you, that bully in our minds, that one we see in the mirror, I know for me personally, boy, that can be the toughest bully I've ever faced. And for a lot of folks, that's the toughest bully you will ever face as well. And that's kind of the whole essence of the Grogan's Bullyproof Kicking Life Show is all about empowering you with the hope, the courage, the confidence to believe in yourself, to overcome those fears, to battle through the challenges that we face on a daily basis. Some of us on an hourly basis, right? Yeah. To battle through, persevere, overcome, succeed. Most importantly, striving toward becoming bullyproof and living our best kick in life. Well, anyway, as always, hey, I promise I'm going to give you everything I've got. I'm going to be as transparent as I possibly could be and, and let you know that, hey, I've got my battles that I'm fighting every day as well. The research I do, the people I surround myself with, they're empowering me to be my very, very best. And then I share that wisdom, that knowledge, that experience with you to empower you to become your very, very best. But most importantly, it starts with becoming bullyproof. And what is bullyproof? Bullyproof just simply means that you've got like Teflon on, baby. You're bulletproof, but you're bullyproof. You can block all the things out. And that's actually a big part of what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get started, I just want to, of course, as always, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen. I know time is the most sacred commodity we have, and the fact that you're taking time to be with me today, that means the absolute world to me, and, I, and it's precious. Time is the most precious thing, and you're either spending time one way, uh, in one place or another, and the fact that you're spending it with me, that means the world to me, and I promise I'm going to give you everything I've got to empower you to be your very, very best, and of course, most importantly, become bulletproof. Yeah, baby. For our new listeners... Thank you very much for tuning in. Make sure you check out previous episodes. Now, we did a little rebrand. Uh, our 200th episode, we talked about moving from just kicking life to Grogan's bullyproof and kicking life. It's kind of blending both in together there. Oh, I, I believe you. kicking life's the pinnacle. That means you're kind of kicking life's butt, right? It's kicked your butt. Now you're kicking back, cashing checks, taking names. But in order to live a kicking life, you've got to become bullyproof first. So that's kind of where we're at with that transition, but this is episode number 203. Holy smokes. So we got 202 previous episodes of just rock star, awesome knowledge and wisdom and guests and all kinds of information to help empower you to be your very, very best. All right. Well, moving on, like I mentioned, it's episode number 203, and this is part two of a four-part series I'm doing on the ABCs to become bullyproof. Last week, we talked about the A. This week, we're talking about the B. And just a recap of last week, Talked about A is uh, avoiding conflict, being aware and avoiding the bully or avoiding conflict. And obviously, sometimes that's not that's not possible to completely avoid the bully or avoid conflict. 
So this week we're going to talk about the B and what the B stands for. And B is basically believe in yourself, block out the negative, be brave, be a hero to become bullyproof. Now, of course, I make things sound so easy here on the air. I get that. I have people all the time say, dude, man, you make it sound so easy. Well, I'm going to be the first one to tell you nothing in life is easy. No, it's easy for me to say. Gosh darn, yes, it's easy for me to say. It's easy for you to say something. It's easy for any of us to say something. Where the problem lies is the application. That's where it gets tough. And not only the one-time application, so to speak, but it's the consistency over and over and over again. Uh, Zig Ziglar, who, you know, I've become extremely good friends with his son, Tom Ziglar, which I'm so happy about. It's incredible family there. But he has a thing he used to call PC. And that's not the PC in today's world stands for politically correct, which sometimes I don't even know what that means. To be honest with you, politically correct. Who knows? I, mean, I guess I, I know what the media intends for it to mean. But I think we've gone so PC that we're lost as a society. And that leads to a lot of what makes this show so popular is the bully proof because we've PC'd ourselves to the death where we're actually being bullied by the PC police everywhere we go. And that's, of course, my thoughts on it. Not everybody agrees with that, and, and that's okay, too. That's you know, Everybody's entitled to their opinions. I heard something the other day. It said, everybody's entitled to, to their opinions. Yes, that's true. But you have the choice. You're entitled to your choice to listen to those opinions or not. So, yeah, you got your opinion. I just don't have to listen to it. <laughs> and I say that to you as well when people want to dump their opinions on you. Yeah, they've got the right to do that, but you've got the right to reject those opinions as well. That's that bang, right hook of reality, which for our new listeners, that's my one of my hashtags. So feel free to use that, baby. Right hook of reality. Well, anyway, back to the PC before I get too sidetracked off of that. Uh, Zig would always talk about PC stood for persistent consistency. I'll say it again. Persistent consistency. And what that simply means is, just like it sounds, not only are you consistent with something over and over and over again, but most importantly, you're persistent about being consistent. It's almost a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah, persistent consistency is what gets it done. And like I mentioned, yeah, I can say anything and make it sound so easy here on the air or during my video blogs or the speeches and seminars I give or teaching our martial arts classes or whatever. We can all do that. We all have the power to make things sound so simple and so easy. But of course, the application is what that's the toughest part, and not just, once again, a one-time application, but that persistent consistency over and over and over and over again. And I've got a little saying I throw at the kiddos all the time at the academy and with our team. It's how you do anything is eventually how you'll do everything. So if you get in the habit of being persistent, consistent, <laughs> over and over and over again, before you know it, you're doing that with everything, and that's, that's a good thing. However, you get in the habit of kind of taking the easy way out, just skating by, doing bare bones minimum, get in the habit of playing the victim card and whining and complaining about everything that's going on in life. Before you know it, that, that, that takes over your whole life as well. And just a little tidbit, I don't get too caught up in the media and the news, but right now in this time, the coronavirus is, is getting a lot of limelight, I guess, in the, in the media. It's getting really sensationalized. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't be aware of it and we shouldn't take precautionary measures. But I, I'm also saying, look, let's not be bullied by the media here thinking that we've got to become a recluse and, you know, can't leave the house and we got to all be quarantined. And if, if somebody has the virus, yes, they need to stay indoors. They need to stay in their house and they need to be smart about this thing. However, the, the numbers out, and I know they're early numbers, but anybody that's remotely healthy, you don't even have to be really healthy, has a 99.9% .9 chance of recovering from this. 
It, it's similar to the flu, which, by the way, the flu has killed over 19,000 people. This thing in the United States alone killed 30-something, and 24 of those were all in Seattle, Washington, in a nursing home, people 80 years and older with other health issues. So, yes, we need to be aware of it, but my little, my little quick two cents on this, wash your hands, be clean, wipe off your countertops. I mean, it's just good hygiene to begin with, right? Don't put your hands in your mouth, stuff like that. So let's, let's not live in fear. Uh, I, I think, well, I'm kind of going off on a little bit here, but that ties into what I'm going to talk about here with the B, block out the negative. I think the news media is, is well, forgive me here, but I'm going to say it, is the devil's workshop. Or as Bobby Boucher's mom says, <laughs> it's the devil, right? Why I say that, and this may turn a few people off, but this is what I truly believe. What do they do? They, they, they do everything they can to scare the living daylights out of you. They base what they say on fear. And I think some of the two worst news media outlets, are CNN and MSNBC, horrible. Gosh darn. Now, I'm not saying the others are any better, but what do they do? They just spread, try and spread fear. To me, that is bullying our mind. They keep us on high panic alert at all times with everything they're doing. And let me tell you why they do this. The reason they do this is because the more scared you are, the more you're going to tune in and watch because you're fearful of what could possibly happen. So they keep feeding that fear. And then, ready for this? The advertising dollars, and watch this. I I encourage you to turn that crap off, but if you decide to watch it, (laughs) the commercials you'll see all have to do with upset stomach and antacids and digestive problems, yeah, and flu-like symptoms. Why? Because when you're fearful all the time, there's a chemical in your body called cortisol. It's your fight-or-flight chemical. Well, when cortisol is rushing through your veins, your other systems shut down so you can have the extra energy and strength you need to fight that immediate threat. Well, here's the thing. If you're constantly under fear of an immediate threat, your digestive system, which shuts down during an immediate threat so you can have that extra strength, isn't working properly. Your immune system shuts down because, once again, your body needs everything it can to fight off this imminent threat. Kind of like in the old days, you're walking along in the caveman days and saber-toothed tiger jumps out of the brush to try and eat you. Well, bang, you got that cortisol rush. You got that extra energy to, you know, either run away from it or grab a club or a rock and try and defend yourself. Yeah, so you need all that extra strength and energy and power to defend yourself, to keep you safe. But then after that, it needs to be flushed out of your body. What happens after a, a scary incident? You start shaking, right? That's that cortisol trying to get the heck out of your body. But if you're in a constant state of fear, it never re- never leaves. It's crazy. And then, of course, once again, if your digestive system isn't working right, your digestive tract is going to be a mess. If your immune system isn't working right because it's shut down to provide extra energy, man, oh, man, think about what we're doing to our bodies. So kind of got off on a little side note there, but that really everything we talk about with bully proof is helping yourself become your very, very best. And I, and I suggest blocking out and being bullyproof to the media. Now, yes, there are certain things we need to know about, but not to the degree at which they try and scare the heck out of us. I was talking to the producers before we got on the show here about the way the media is doing this is almost like yelling fire in a crowded room, creating panic. There's no need for that. No need for that. Yes, we need to be aware. Yes, we need to be concerned. But no, we don't need to shut our lives completely down. If we're sick, 
then get the treatment we need. But let's wash our hands and, and uh, just take precautionary measures. So there we go. I went a little further on that than I probably should have. But I think it really ties in great with what I'm talking about here today with the B of uh, become bullyproof. And that B, as I mentioned, is, is blocking those things out. And I'm going to give you some tips and suggestions on how to do that because, well, once again, it's easier said than done. But uh, the, just a reminder, A, the last week we talked about that in the long show, which is show 201, and then the short little weekend quick hitter, I always give you a weekend challenge to work on. That was episode 202, and that was all about being aware of your surroundings and doing everything you can to avoid conflict. And that doesn't mean you run from you know, uh, things that you need to stand up to, but it means if it's a dangerous situation, there, there, there's no need to be uh, avoided if you can. And the example I gave is, you know, I've been in martial arts 40-something years, and I specialize in self-defense. It's kind of my thing. And, but that doesn't mean, just because I have this knowledge, and just because that's what I specialize in, doesn't mean I walk down the streets of a bad neighborhood at midnight yelling profanities and obscenities. <laughs> that's just... That, that's just ridiculous. So, you know, avoid things that uh, are potentially dangerous situations. And I also mentioned of, of avoid, well, talking about uh, the news media, avoid putting too much of that garbage in your mind. Because what you plant, you know, back to this law of sowing and reaping, what you sow is what you reap, baby. You plant negativity and fear and self-doubt. That's what you're going to think. Think the world's going to, uh, you know, it, it, well, the grandma used to always say, Oh, boy, it's going to hell in a handbasket. I, I don't think that it is. There's a lot of bad things going on. Yes, there's a lot of good things that don't get the media coverage they deserve. So anyway, there you go. I kind of spent a little more time on that, but hopefully that hits you with the right hook of reality. But back to the B, block out the negative. Now, what I mean by that is I want you to think of this. I want you to think that you would never walk out the door without, without, without clothes on, right? Of course not. You, you would not go to work. You would not send your kids to school without shirt, a shirt on and pants on and everything else. Now you're probably saying, well, of course not. That's ridiculous. Well, here's my point. Don't walk out the door without your bullyproof armor on. And what is your bullyproof armor? Well, your bullyproof armor is just like what it sounds. You're putting on this armor, this vest. Why? Because society and a lot of bullies, including the news media, is going to try and shoot negative arrows at you. And these negative arrows in the form of words and actions and phrases to implement fear, scare, to try and put you down, keep you down, make you feel inferior. Yeah, those are the arrows are shooting at you. And it seems like more and more and more, especially with social media, as out of control as it is. And what I mean by that, there's very little, if any, regulations on, on uh, social media. And yes, they all talk about they're going to prevent bullying and this and that. But if you think about it, people are willing to say just the most horrendous nonsense behind a, a device or a screen that they would never say face-to-face, -face, ever. But the reason they're able to do it, because there's no consequence. There's very little discipline. In other words, if you said something, you're immediately disciplined by it. You're going to think twice about saying it again. Think about uh, the example I give to kids all the time about uh, being aware, being smart, and then you know instant discipline. If your mom and dad tell you not to touch a stove because it's hot, and you touch the stove, and you get burnt. Whoa, man, that's immediate discipline. That's immediate consequence. You should have listened. And now you're going to remember it. Dang, stove's hot. I'm not touching it anymore. But unfortunately, on social media, there's not that. And unfortunately, in our school districts, there's not that either, okay? And for our, our parents out there, especially if you're listening for the first time, please, this show, you know, have your kids listen to it. It's going to empower them with not only the wisdom and thoughts of how to stand up to bullying, but most importantly, how to believe in themselves to block out that negative. 
what we're talking about today. But yeah, on social media, there's very little discipline, very little consequence, and people say the most horrific thing hiding behind a device. It happens. I mean, and then here's the other thing. By blocking it out, you don't get engaged in spending countless hours arguing with somebody you don't even know. And I want you to think about this for a minute, because I've done this. I'm sure everybody that's listening has done this before. Hopefully, you're much smarter than I am, and you haven't gotten engaged in too many arguments and wars. I have. It, it's so easy. Because one, I, I'm a fighter. I don't like to lose. So it's maybe not the best recipe to be <laughs> engaging in battles that I can't win because I never think I can lose, but or, 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 I'm never going to give up, keep fighting. But the, the amount of time you spend, and as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, time is the most sacred commodity. So if I spend my time arguing with some knucklehead on social media who may have a valid point, may not, but who knows, maybe in good, uh, there's a good chance this person is a 40-year-old troll living in his parents' basement that has no ambition in life. They just stay on social media 20 hours a day. They got nothing better to do. You've got something better to do. I've got something better to do. We're trying to be a better member of society to help out society, to help our kids, make things a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Yeah. Be a productive member of society. Don't get in an argument with them, uh, somebody that has nothing better to do. You can't win because they got nothing better to do. And here's the, here's the kicker, if you will. The amount of time you spend arguing with that person is time you'll never get back that you could have spent on something more productive with your family, with your friends, with your loved ones, reading, listening to this podcast, listening to other inspirational, motivational podcasts and videos and TED Talks, reading a book. Man, the time could be so much better spent. So I'm, 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 yeah, it sounds like I'm getting on to you. I'm, I'm, yeah, maybe I'm, that's my approach. I'm kind of getting on to you because I know how much time I've wasted doing that nonsense, and that's time you never get back. Don't do it. And I shared on the last episode how on a family vacation, I had some knucklehead attack me, some troll, and, um, and I guess I shouldn't call them names, but I mean, what, what else are they, right? But anyway, I, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and I spent part of my family vacation arguing with this dude. And I got involved. He hooked me and I could not get out of it. It was like I, I could not put the phone down because I was not going to let him talk to me that way. And I'm a big I'm on respect and manners and discipline. But what was I doing? I was disrespecting myself and disrespecting my family in the process. So it's tough. But that's why I share these personal stories with you to let you know that, you know, sometimes I'm a big knucklehead, too, and do all the things. And the things I share with you are all based on personal experience. I share it with you probably because I've, I've goofed up and done it. I don't want you to make the same mistake because that time you do not get back. So anyway, do not walk out the door without your bullyproof armor on. Just like you wouldn't walk out the door without shirt and pants on. Now, how do you put on your bullyproof armor? Well, your bullyproof armor is essentially that belief in yourself. You're strengthening that belief that nobody knows you the way you know you, right? Yeah, you know you better than anybody else. As a little Dr. Seuss uh, quote. I don't have it wrote down. I don't know if I can have it totally memorized. I did a video on it some time ago, but something about you know you better than anyone else knows you, so don't let somebody that doesn't know you try to influence you or something like that. You can look it up, and maybe I'll write it down and talk about it next time. But anyway, you know you better than anybody else. So these people that are saying you know mean words about you or mean phrases or mean actions or typing up horrible things, they don't know you. Once again, that's their opinion. And what is their opinion based on? Generally, their opinion is is based on their jealousy of you. Now, I know that's easier said than done. I remember when I was a, 
a kid and dealing with bullying myself, that was the thing people would say, well, they're just jealous of you. Or even as an adult, I've had people, oh, they're just jealous of you. And I thought was, why the heck would anybody be jealous of me if they understood how hard I've worked and how much time I've put in and the struggles I went through? They shouldn't be jealous of that. <laughs> no, simply because I would hope that nobody else would have to struggle and work as hard. It would come more natural to them. Anyway, people would say that, and I'm sure you've probably said it and heard that before too. Oh, they're just jealous of you. Yeah, well, they, and essentially, yes, they are. It's something, it never has anything to really to do with you. It has to do with them and their own insecurities. Them and the, the, their, uh, the way they feel about themselves, and they just try and take it out on you. That's why you put on the bullyproof armor to block it out. Now, the bullyproof armor, how, how do you get that armor? Well, it's all about uh, self-talk. Yeah, positive self-talk, affirmations, saying things like, I believe in me. I'm special. I can do this. I know me. They don't know me. You know, and then the, there's so many apps out there on positive affirmations and self-talk. And I just shared a couple with you that, that I like to use. And the best part about it is you look in the mirror and do it. I will tell you, the first time you look in the mirror, you're probably going to laugh at yourself. Or you're probably going to think, this is ignorant. This doesn't work. But I'm telling you, it does. You start your day off right by planting the right seeds. Man, it doesn't mean you're not going to have any problems throughout the day. But it just means you got your bulletproof armor on. You're going to be more prepared for not if, but when those problems arise. So look it in the mirror. Hey, this is what I tell the kids to do too. Hey, I believe in you. Hey, you can do this. Hey, you're going to have a great day. Hey, you're awesome. Let's go out there and take on this day. Yeah, baby. Now, completely silly. You're listening. You're probably laughing. But I really want you to do that. Now, if you're driving your car, don't look in the mirror and do that. Just kind of, you can say it out loud and play it to yourself here. But if you're not, look in the mirror. Now, here, here's the crazy thing. Once you get over that, well, this is dumb, which a lot of people will say at first, but I'm telling you it works. Put on that armor, baby. You're probably going to laugh at yourself the first time you do it. And that's actually a gem. That is golden. Why? Because laughing releases endorphins. It makes you feel better about yourself. We could all laugh and smile a little bit more. And can you imagine starting the day laughing and smiling and feeling pretty good? It's almost like uh, you get up and it's a rainy, gloomy day. You're like, oh, boy, here goes another day. I get Man, I get those days, too. You try on those days when it's tough, if you're able to do those affirmations, it may take a little longer. Heck, listen to this podcast in the morning. Good, nice kick in the butt to get you going. But it's almost like, even though it's cloudy, it's like the, the clouds have parted. The sun starts coming out. You got a little extra spring in your step. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really crazy. But that's how powerful the mind is. What you feed it what it thrives on, what it, grow, what it grows in there. I mean, think about this. I, this example I give all the time, and those who listen to the show all the time, you probably have this down, memorized now. That's good because that means I planted the right seeds for long enough. Whatever seeds you plant in your garden is the crop you're going to get. We can all agree to that, right? If I plant onion seeds, I'm going to get what? Onions. Yeah. If I plant strawberry seeds, I'm going to get strawberries. Of course. That's just how it works. Well, same thing with your mind. You plant positive. You're going to get more positive. You plant negative, and negative grows like weeds, baby. You plant negative, man, they start sprouting up everywhere. Before you know it, everything you see, everything you do, everything you think about is negative. That's the power of the mind. But you can never plant negative and expect to get positive. It just doesn't work that way. Just like you can never plant onion seeds and expect to get strawberries. It doesn't work that way. Once again, I know I make it sound so simple, but I'm trying to break it down and let you know, man, these are some of the things that 
you know, seven, eight years ago, I had no idea. I didn't know because nobody ever told me before. And I wasn't surrounding myself with the best group of people to help build me and grow and help me become my very, very best. And now I've got my own show, which I'm so grateful and blessed for and listeners. That's the reason I do this because I was there. Yeah. And and if you're there right now, I, I want you to get out of that spot. If you've gone through that time, I want you to get out of that spot. I want you to know there is hope. I want to empower you with the the hope, courage, and confidence. Believe in yourself. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for others. Stand up to that bully you face in the mirror, the bully in your mind. Yes. And put on your bullyproof armor and block out those negative arrows. I often think when I I talk about the bullyproof armor, I think of that crazy little uh, like rhyme we had as as kids. Some of us know this. And I I, I think I asked my kids about it, and they, um, I think, Maybe Austin knew about it, but uh, Madeline Emmett or Emmett Madeline did, but Emmett didn't ever heard it before. But anyway, that's my three kids. The uh, the I'm rubber, your glue, whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. <laughs> Everybody remember that silly little rhyme we used to say as kids. <laughs> and if you haven't heard it, here it is again. I'm rubber, your glue, whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Yeah. Well, essentially, that's what the bullyproof armor is all about. Putting all that armor so all those negative things pop off. They bounce off. Those arrows bounce off. Because, man, those arrows, like I said before, they hurt. They penetrate the skin, baby. They hurt. That's why you want to start your day off with those affirmations. Now, PC, persistent consistency. It'll be tough at first. Yeah. And then, of course, you may get one day in and two days in, and then you'll fall off and miss a day or miss two or three days. Same thing with uh, meditation. I'm all about, uh, you know, there's all kinds of apps about meditation. And if you've never meditated before, I talked to a guy at the gym the other day. It was really, um, and you know, I, I, people have different thoughts and feelings on things. I had, uh, he was going through a stressful time and I mentioned about, you know, daily affirmations and do some meditation because he was extremely stressed out. And he said to me, he goes, well, I'm a Christian. I, I, I can't meditate. And I'm like, I'm a Christian too, but Christian and meditation, I, I, I don't understand. He said, explain to me, he goes, well, that you know, that, that Buddhism and this and that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, no, 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 no. <laughs> not, I mean, to each their own. But I've heard it said this way, and this is exactly what I told him. When you pray, you're talking to God. When you meditate and shut the mind off, you're listening to God because he's talking back. Think about that for a second. That's all meditation is. Just have some shutdown time. Listen to some peaceful background music. You know, birds chirping or water flowing or fire crackling. That's what meditation is. I mean, some people do the chanting and this and that, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that if that helps you. But meditation is shutting that mind down. And I thought that was a great example of, you know, when you pray, you're talking to God. When you meditate, you're actually shutting the mind off and blocking out everything else so you can actually listen to what God's saying. I thought that was pretty powerful. But anyway, that's how you put on your bullyproof armor. Another way to look at it. A bully is all about gaining power. They want to uh, gain that power over you. Now, bullies, just like predators, and I talk about this in my women's self-protection workshops, they're weak in mind. They don't seem weak. I know. We build the bully up like it's someone as big as Goliath in the Bible. But in reality, they're not that big, especially mentally. That's why they want to bully, probably because somebody has bullied them in the past. And it's put them down and made them feel inferior. So they think the only way to get their power back is to bully somebody else. That's just how it is. They want to steal your power. 
in order they think that's going to empower them. It, it really doesn't work. Nobody feels good about bullying, either the bully, the victim, or the bystanders. Nobody feels good about it. But that's just what they think. That's what that goes through their head. So think of it this way. It's a game, a game of them stealing your power. Now, your goal to win this game, obviously, is not to give them your power. But the bully is going to be much better at playing this game than you are, your kids are. Why? Because they play it more often. So the way to win this game, if you've got your bullyproof armor on, you're believing in yourself, you're letting those negative arrows bounce off because you primed the pump, so to speak. You primed your brain the very beginning of the day before you walked out of the house with your daily affirmations. You're not getting upset with words and comments they say. You're just letting those arrows bounce off. And if the bully can't upset you to the point where you're getting frustrated to try and take your power, if they can't do that, they're no longer going to want to play the game. That's crazy. But they're not going to want to play a game they can't win. Their whole goal is to get you upset, get you frustrated, get, get you in tears, bring you, excuse me, bring you down. Or as Rocky says, beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. That's their goal. Don't allow it to happen. And if you don't allow it to happen, you just let it bounce off. They're going to get tired of trying to play a, a game they can't win with you. And unfortunately, they're going to go on to somebody else. And that's where becoming bullyproof. You got to become bullyproof for yourself first. And then you're able to become bullyproof and help out others. But you can't really help somebody else if you don't have that confidence in yourself first. Uh, oftentimes, I'll talk about, look, you got to take care of yourself first and foremost. And others will say, well, I thought you were always talking about helping out others. No, no, no. You're unable to help out others if you're not at your very, very best. So sort of like if you're trying to give somebody a glass of water, but you got no water in the pitcher in your cup to give them. Yeah, you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't be your very, very best. I'm sorry, you can't help others to be their very, very best if you're not at your very best. You're not your very best. I got tongue-tied there, didn't I? So that was something one of my mentors had told me some time ago is mentioned, look, all the people you want to help, all the people you want to serve, all the great things you want to do, that's, that's commendable, that's wonderful, that's great. But if you don't rest, if you don't take care of yourself with your nutrition, with your sleep, with uh, going to the gym and exercising, with planting the right seeds in your mind, you're not going to be able to help anybody because you'll be no good yourself. If you're no good to yourself, you can't be any good to anybody else. So you got to take care of yourself first. That's the whole thing about becoming bullyproof. Believe in yourself enough to become bullyproof. And then you'll be able to take that and be a hero to help out somebody else. Got a lot of stuff going on here, don't we? Yeah. Good, 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 good. So a couple other little tidbits I want you to you know, share for you and then also share with your kiddos as well. A lot of times, um, the uh, our, our kids or even us as adults, we want to be around, quote, quote, the cool people, the cool kids, the cool crowd. And I get it. Everybody wants to feel cool. Well, here, here's the thing. If somebody's doing and saying something to somebody else that makes you feel uncomfortable, even in your presence, I can almost guarantee when you're not there, they're probably saying and doing the same thing about you. Nah, that's a right hook of reality, isn't it? Bang! No. So if they're calling uh, others' names, laughing and making fun, they're probably doing that to you too when you're not there. Now think about that. Is that the kind of friends you really want? No. So tell your kids, if these kids are making fun of you or laughing at you, you know, avoid it. Put on your bullyproof armor and block it out. But this is the real big thing. Tell the kids, look, that's not acceptable behavior, and that's definitely no way to make friends. So don't worry about ever being friends with those kids. 
because that's not the kind of friends you want to have in the first place. Simply smile, ignore it, got your bullyproof armor on, I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say, bounce off me and sticks to you, bang, bounces off, move on. Is it easy? Yeah, I make it sound easy. But if you don't have your bullyproof armor on, those arrows are going to penetrate. So it all starts with that preliminary step. I know last week a lot of it was on avoidance. You're trying to avoid that stuff altogether and avoid it to the point where you can build up that bulletproof armor because eventually they, if you know, you're unable to successfully avoid it, they're going to they're get you and they're going to be saying these things, do, trying to pull in these things. Now this has, I want a little caveat here, this has nothing to do with physical bullying. This is all in the preliminary stages. If you're trying to, one, avoid it, two, block out the negative arrows, don't play the, bully, the, uh, the game with them. I call it the bulletproof game. You're just letting uh, those things roll off and not getting upset. Now, if they physically put their hands on you, now that's a whole different story. That's no longer bullying. That's assault. And I, I talk about that in, in the, um, the last phase, or the last section, which is the, the D. The D is defend yourself with what you've been trained to do. Now, I'm not saying you just go out and beat people up, but I am saying they are no way, shape, or form is anyone allowed to physically assault you. Assault is a crime. They put their hands on you. That is a crime. And by law, you have the right to defend yourself. Now, that doesn't mean you beat the person in the ground, but it does mean you defend yourself physically. You know, physical attack, physical assault needs physical defense. You can't just stand there and get the snot beat out of you. No, 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 no. And I'm different. Some people say, well, you just turn the other cheek. You turn the other cheek. And I know, being a Christian in the Bible, Jesus was good at turning the other cheek. But Jesus also had, a, a, what is it? <laughs> he had some limitations. Remember the money changers? Yeah, kind of lost it on them a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, and then, you know, his father, God, eh, I don't say he had a temper, but if if you uh, insulted him, he, he had the wrath of God upon you, right? So anyway, none of us are <laughs> um, sinless like Jesus was. So I'm not just, once again, saying go out and beat people up, but I am saying I know from not doing something about it, the physical bullying, the emotional bullying, the mental bullying that, that I, I went through. Oh, my gosh. You know, here I'm closing in on 50 in a few months here. And some of those uh, negative uh, scars are still there in the mind. And I've been able through meditation, through hard work, through seminars, and through all the speeches I've given in my book, uh, which, by the way, we're getting close, baby. I'm still shooting for May as a release date on my book, Bullyproof. Um, I'm really, really, I'm really happy with how the book's turned out. It's uh, We're in a big rough, or not rough, final edit, I hope, with the uh, editor now. Anyway, through all those resources, I've been able to really repair a lot of the uh, damage that bullying's done. I don't want you to have to go through that. I don't want your kids to have to go through that. That's why I spend so much time preparing notes and uh, writing books and giving these speeches and seminars and lectures and doing the podcast and the video blogs and everything we do at the academy, because I don't want anybody else to have to suffer that way. There's just no sense in it. If I found something that really works, Work for me, man. I know it'll work for you and work for millions and millions of others. And that's the reason I'm doing this. So anyway, um, where was I at? I kind of got lost on thoughts there. Got wrapped up in the, uh, the defending yourself. So just a quick reminder, daily affirmations, man, that, that is kind of the golden key, if you will. It's not going to be easy at first, but nothing ever is. But I want you to do it anyway. Have your kids do it. There's a ton of apps on the phone. You can look up on meditation, inspiration, affirmations, motivation, any of that stuff. Just something to kind of plant the right seeds in the morning 
in your mind so you can put on that bullyproof armor before you step out into the world. And a reminder, you wouldn't go out in the world without your shirt or pants on. Don't go out in the world without your bullyproof armor on. And, and, and also, even if you don't go out in the world, don't get on social media without putting your armor on and realizing that you know, there's a good chance some, uh, there's going to be somebody out there that's not going to agree with you. Now, of course, they're entitled to their opinion, but you're also entitled not to listen to their opinion or not to take it personally, not to get offended by it. Yeah. So there you go. Next week, what do we got going on? Next week, we're going to talk about the C, communicate clearly. So as I mentioned, it's a four-part series, A, B, C, and then D. And we talked about the A, avoid conflict. We talked about B today, believe in yourself, block out the negative arrows by putting on your bullyproof armor. And the C is communicate clearly. And I'll talk about, uh, there's a couple steps with the communicate clearly. But it, pretty much the same message, doesn't matter if it's for your kids or for you communicating to maybe your boss at work or for you communicating to a bully that you're facing. Communicating clearly is confidently and with the, what I call tiger eyes and lion voice. Tiger eyes and lion's voice. And think about a tiger's eyes. I mean, pretty intense, right? Think about a lion's voice or lion's roar. Yeah. Yeah. Ferocious. And that's how you're going to communicate clearly. All right. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a challenge here. And then, uh, you know, after you're done with this show, the the show's there. This is I call the long show. Kind of the meat and potatoes of it on uh, Mondays, and then the quick hitter, little weekend challenge, just to give you something to toy with on the weekend as a reminder of the previous show, and just kind of, instead of the, I guess, meat and potatoes, I maybe the meat and potatoes is the, I guess this is the whole meal, how about that, yeah, and maybe the Friday show is the meat and potatoes, I think Friday's like the dessert, What, whatever, however you interpret that, but um, we dive in deep on this show, the quick hitter that airs on Friday is just that, it's 7 to 10 minutes, quick overview of what we talked about and then giving you a challenge to work on for uh, for the weekend. So your challenge for the week, 1A, try and avoid the conflict altogether, try and avoid the bullies altogether, don't put yourself in dangerous situations, and B, most importantly, man, every morning, put on that bullyproof armor, and doing those daily affirmations, positive affirmations, positive self-talk, do those things, I promise. Man, they're going to pay off so much. And another thing, just while before I forget, remember, turn off that darn news. Do not, I mean, if you need to get a little bit to find out what's going on, okay. You know, you can probably find out without listening to CNN, CNN and MSBC or whatever the heck those stations are with just the negative garbage all the time. There's nothing ever positive on those stations. I mean, think about this. There's 7.7 billion people in the world. Yeah, think about that for a minute. But all you hear about is, I don't know, the, the handful of, well, the coronavirus, and it's a serious thing. But out of 7.7 billion worldwide, there's only about 100,000 people contracted this thing. You know, last year, I think it was like 58 million had the flu. 100,000 compared to 58 million compared to 7.7 billion. Think about those numbers. Again, block that nonsense out. It's not good for you. Not good at all. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be happy. I want to make society safer. You know, when people are happier and healthier, that right there creates a safer society. When you're not very happy and you're not very healthy, well, that's what leads to violence, right? Unhappy, unhealthy people. Yeah. I'm talking about mental and physical health and spiritual health, right? Good, good, good. All right. Why don't we get too sidetracked on that? As always, folks. Man, I cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your busy day to be with me today. 
as I mentioned, I, I will do absolutely everything I can to not only be as transparent as possible, to share personal stories with you, to, to share with you some of the battles and struggles that I've gone through and I've fought, and I'm sharing those things with you. Not, I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me. I mean, my gosh, I, I got a lot of good, great things happening. I try to, and I focus on those great things, but I also want to be relatable and let you know that I don't think the world's all sunshine and rainbows. You know, I didn't grow up. Uh, I grew up on a farm, farm boy. I mean, a poor farm boy. We had a milk cow, our own milk cow. We made our own butter. I mean, that was back in the seventies. So it's not like that was back in the fifties and sixties and stuff, but that's, uh, grew up on a farm. That's what we did. And, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was humbling to say the least shoveling horse poop and bailing hay. It was good. It, it uh, kind of conditioned me with that battle, that fight, that perseverance, that determination to battle, overcome, and succeed. So, but I share these stories with you once again to be relatable and let you know that I'm fighting my battles too. But collectively, I can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. The kids can't do it alone. But gosh darn, collectively. And one of the things I talk about in my speeches a lot is, you know, the power of a fist. If you open your hand up and all your fingers are individual components, that, that's weak. It's individuals working for themselves. I mean, wiggle each finger. It's all doing its own thing. However, you close that fist nice and tight. Now you've got something powerful. Now you've got five components working together as one strength and honor and integrity and justice and discipline right there. That's strength. That's unity. And that's basically all of us working together to achieve a common goal, making society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live, helping society become bullyproof so people can live their best kick in life. That's the goal. All right. So, hey, if you found value in this message, and I'm really, really hopeful you did, please share this message with others. Please give us a shout-out on uh, Facebook, Google, iTunes. We love those five-star reviews. That reminds people of you know what we're doing here. It kind of tells them that you're listening, you're part of the tribe, and it's great content to make society a better place. So give us uh, – we love those, like I said, those five-star reviews. That helps move us up in the chart so more people will be able to uh, – to, Listen to the show and be able to follow us and find out all the cool things we're doing on social media. Got all kinds of pages and channels there. We've got um, Grogan's Bullyproof, Live Your Best Kick in Life, um, Bullyproof and Kick in Life with Master Grogan, uh, Instagram's Go- Grogan's Bullyproof, YouTube. Uh, more and more videos are being added there. I've actually hired somebody to uh, to kind of help. I not help film the videos. I use my iPhone for that. But as far as uh, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, and you put on the intros, outros, and titles, and all that that I'm not very good at. <laughs> sort of like the producers here at the show. I just come in and get on the air and talk, and they take care of all the behind-the-scenes stuff that I don't know a whole lot about, which is good. Anyway, our YouTube channel going to continue adding things to that. Pinterest and Twitter, both Grogan's Bullyproof. Check those babies out as well. Our website is grogansbullyproof.com. That's G-R-O-G-A-N-S. B-U-L-L-Y-P-R-O-O-F dot com. And, of course, this podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right. Well, that's all I got for you today, folks. Thank you very, very, very much. Remember, I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. I promise you'll be bullyproof. And I promise you'll live your best kick in life. That's a lot of promises, but that's the order. You got to do your part first. Do your very best. God bless you guys. Really, God bless you. God bless your loved ones. And I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Thanks again for listening. We'll chat with you real soon. Bye-bye. 
Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message. And please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you have the power to overcome your fears and battle to your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bullyproof and live your best kick in life.